Hello and welcome back to Subtlety is for Stupid People, the podcast where we talk about stupid people and many weird movie things. <laughs> My name is Kaya Yamamoto and today I have not Oliver with me, we have a new member with us. This is Christian. Hello Christian, how are you? Welcome on board. Thank you. I'm uh, I, I'm all right. I'm actually doing pretty pretty decent. Pretty was, decent. If I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about yourself and how did you meet me and, and the other guys as well? Yeah. Well. Okay. So I'm 20. Um, Fuck you're old. I am really old. <laughs> like e- extremely old. Like, <laughs> the half would be enough. But um, I met Oliver and Son and Kayo um, through Footloose. It's no secret that. These guys love musicals, and uh, weren't you on Legally Blonde? No, no, you weren't. I'm I weren't. So I I I'm saw so I, I saw Legally Blonde, and it was amazing. It was so so <laughs> over the top, and everything that was supposed to be over the top was over the top. It, it was. It, it's a weird musical. It it's weird, but it but, is. but in a good way. Cool. In, in the best way. <laughs> but you were in the Footloose, right? And yes. You played ensemble. Uh, ensemble, and then I had one like mm, minor role. Minor role. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So you're a musical nerd as well. I would say so. I mean, I'm pretty new to the whole musical thing. I I've seen the uh, Newsies, mm-hmm. uh, the the Broadway uh, performance on Disney Plus. Uh, yeah, or live. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, and then I saw Hamilton. Dope. Of shit. course, also it's a it's a must. Like it's nothing a must wrong with that. Yeah. And um, then I saw I've seen Greece in uh, in Horsens where uh, where Søren Søren was uh, was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no, yeah, this just this summer, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Not not too long ago. Mm. Cool. So you've been dabbing your toes in more and more. Yeah, I got a I got a taste for it. And probably continuing. Definitely, definitely. I think it's amazing. Cool. So, but what about film? Because this is, of course, you know, mainly a film show ish. Yeah, I love films. Like um, now, this is I know the viewer, uh, the listeners can't really see, but. I have a like entire movie. Uh, you have a whole setup. shelf filled a whole with shelf, film. Yeah, uh, nerd. I, I know, I'm, but that's a compliment. Yeah, it's, it's a good. It's a good I'm thing. I'm a nerd right. as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've always been very fascinated about movies, like the the things you can do to get a certain feeling or a thought, like mm. planted inside someone, is just. I think it's it's insanely interesting, and it's it's such an insane and abstract concept. In my opinion, of film, yeah, moving pictures. Yeah, it's like I mean the the fact that we've come so, like far, in such a short amount of time is just I think it's it's insane. Yeah, how how old is film? Like one, not even one fifty. I think just no. I think it's like older. Like the, the is it? I think so. No, because I think we established in the first quiz that the first moving picture was from like eighteen eighty. Yeah, it was like a moving train, right? I think the first, that, yeah, the first that, that, film that was ever made was yeah, a but yeah, train. Th- yeah, that was the first camera using, but the first motion picture, I think that was like the roundhouse, round roundhouse garden. It was just you know the the horse running with the rider on top. It was like these, I think, thirty frames. Okay, was just on repeat. That was the first motion. That was in what was in eighteen seventy eighty. Okay, that's crazy. So I think just around one hundred and fifty years we've been doing motion pictures. Yeah, and motion picture as a as a business like one twenty. Okay, that's pretty that's pretty nuts. So yeah, I yo so I think I think you you just proven proven the point even more that it's quite insane. Yeah, 
But uh, again, of course, we still have a subject to talk about. And the subject today, would you like to present? Well, from what I know, <laughs> <laughs> from, from what I know, the subject uh, is fantasy. Exactly. We're talking about fantasy, but not... We, w- we will dive deeper in, in the next two episodes in, in certain, uh, let's say, franchise, and then we won't talk about that anymore. But today we're just talking about fantasy in general. But not only, well, of course, mostly in films, but also just the fantasy genre in itself, like the whole thing. But first of all, we still have to introduce our drink of the day. And sadly, because Alva, he is occupied, he's at a birthday for his mom, which uh, I do understand that. So happy birthday to Oliver's yeah, mom. Yeah, happy birthday, Oliver's happy mom. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, you, you, look, you look 25. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But happy birthday uh, to her. But uh, So I'll be taking over uh, today's drink. And today we're drinking Grimberg. And, and not only, uh, you know, what's it called? A regular blonde or double. Today we're dro- drinking Belgian Pale Ale. Sounds fancy. <laughs> <clears throat> so I believe that this is probably a ripoff of, not a ripoff, or a certain type of, I wouldn't, yeah, a Pale Ale. So it's probably, you know, of the Bitter family or the IPA family. Oh, just a moment. Oi. Ooh. <laughs> And to honor Oliver, we, I will do some a bit of ASMR because he's weird. Goddamn. For the new guy. <laughs> Thank you. And for me as well. So cheers, man. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Didn't get. I was. There was too much. Oh, it's, it's too fo- foamy. <laughs> it's a bit sweet. Yeah, actually, I was pretty like pretty surprised. I don't. I don't think this is. I. I was wrong. This doesn't remind you anything of all like an IPA. This is more like a pilsner. Uh, but it is, of course, it's you know. Yeah, it's a Belgian pale ale. It's quite sweet. It's very light. It's, I was just about to say, it, like it feels very light. It's very light. This is very easy to drink. We would probably finish the bottle by itself. We, we bought like the, uh, uh, what was it? Three quarters of a liter bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so we have something to drink and look ahead for. But cheers, man. Yeah, cheers. Cool. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this. But of course, fantasy. Fantasy genre. What is that, Christian? Because well, I was always thinking, you know, fantasy, let's just talk in general. It's... A fantasy story. Let's let's start there. We'll always have something, let's say, unnatural or overnatural. Like something magic is is probably the biggest one. Uh, what we can you know look at, at at many 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 video games and movies. Of course, like you know Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and Percy Jackson comes to mind first. Uh, is that is that wrong of me to say? No, I would say it's pretty accurate. I mean, what what I would like to to think when I think about the word fantasy itself. Is if you put it straight into like Danish, it translates into somewhat something close to imagination, and I, I do I do think that I'll, like imagination has like it plays a big role mm. in in fantasy as a whole. 
because the whole fact that, that like let's say in lord of the rings it has orcs and dragons and like magic to a certain like extent mm. and like it's all like it's it, tolkien right that's the guy who wrote the books uh yeah yeah for lord of rings yeah yeah mm? like he, he i would say he like just like stephen king he used his imagination to to make this entire universe like grow and expand the way it did yeah very creative fellow exactly exactly yeah that's, that's a very good point um often often that we will see in fantasies that you have with the main character you will have you know the hero's journey uh, you know where where he 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 gets to his home and everything is perfect and then you know the inciting incident comes in and uh, and then he has to leave his you know comfortable home and he has to they, i think there were like these 12 stages of the hero's journey and then he comes back home like this is this eternal circle of <laughs> of you know the hero's journey uh, which we often often very often see uh, in fantasy but are there any certain let's say characters or um, figures in history because let's say in danish in danish history we have this we have h e christian andersen who wrote many of these you know fantasy uh, adventure like uh, ch- children's stories which are filled with you know imagination and uh, yeah fantasy uh, of course you know i think probably the biggest the best known one is the little mermaid yeah which of course got a disney adaptation which of course i would say is very very you know adventure inspired but in the end it's still a fantasy f- it's well it has fantasy elements yeah would you agree Yeah definitely, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Um, who else do we have? We have we have our neighbor Sweden. We have Astrid Lindgren. She had some yeah. very uh, what can you say fantasy driven adventure fant- fantasy adventure. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, who else? Who else? Are they, uh, my mind keeps coming back to Lord of the Rings and Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's <laughs> who else? We have Narnia. Yeah, he's a uh, what it was it C.S. Lewis, also a British fellow. I think so. From. Uh, London, Liverpool. Well, I don't know. Yeah, and like so. So was J.K. Rowling, right? She was. She was British. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah, she British. is. She's, yeah. yeah, she's still alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. What else? What else? What? Else? Who else do we have? We have uh, George R.R. Martin, the Game, <gasps> Game of, Thrones. of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Very popular right now. Extremely. Have you seen? Have you seen the latest uh, House of the Dragon? No, because the thing is, my uh, my roommate and I we're watching uh, a series. We're watching like a full series, one at a time. Right now, we're currently watching Hell on Wheels, mm. which is like a Western drama. It's pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. It's pretty, pretty neat. We're almost <laughs> done. We're almost <laughs> in like the last season. We have like two episodes. Okay, so you're waiting. I'm talking again, House of the Dragon. You're waiting until it's done. No, the actually not. But the thing is, we we're, we we want to finish Hell on Wheels before we move on, mm, uh, and then it's enough. either gonna be the the Lord of the Rings, Ring of Rings of Power, right? The, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. New video. Amazon uh, Amazon Prime series, yeah. or Game of Thrones, something that they're currently working on and dropping episodes on. Have Have you seen the g- original or the original HBO Game of Thrones? I have. Okay, all. Oh, of I it. was pretty late. Like I I watched it last year. I all of I, it, I, yeah, like the entirety. Mm. All what did you think? Six seasons, right? Six, six eight. seasons. Eight. Is, was it eight? Okay, it was eight seasons. Okay. So you haven't seen the last? <laughs> I've two? seen all. I've seen all of it. Okay. I've seen how it ends. Yeah. Like the first season was, I, I, in my opinion, it was pretty boring. 
a bit it, slow. Oh, many ve- people very say slow. That. Yeah. I, I understand it. I, I, you know, I get that it's necessary for the the show itself to expand upon the the universe and like introduce us to the characters and the houses and and the like the main plot between some of the characters, which they actually do a lot of in the first season. Mm-hmm. And then in season two, it, it just kicks off and then it gets really exciting until the last season where it kind of drops off and becomes a bit of a shit show. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really, I really I rushed. I think my take on the Game of Thrones series is I still agree and I think it's a very good story, even the end. But it's executed so shitty. Uh, especially the last two, especially the last season, season even, uh, season eight. It's very, very shitty. It's yeah. so... It became what it set out to not be. It became... That's because there's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, we've been accustomed to the more real-life political, realistic uh, political game yeah. of the Game of Thrones, and then it becomes, like, just Lord of the Rings R-rated in the end. Yeah. Which was like, I don't know, this is just stupid. There's no, there's too much plot armor for Jon Snow and yeah, and, then and, and the Arya Stark and, and everyone. But I like, you know, the end of, you know, spoiler alert, sorry, of, of you know, Daenerys being the Mad Queen. In the yeah, end. exactly. I, I really like that. And it, it, like, it, it came so quickly. It, quickly. It came out of nowhere. You're it was like, like okay, two what? two episodes in and we're like, fuck, she's fucked up. In yeah, she, she's no, insane. She's Holy shit. Not, what the hell? <laughs> she, d- easy. Turn down. L- let's give it, give one, it time to, to one whole like, season for her to like have a meltdown. Yeah, because the thing is in, in shows like The Walking Dead, they executed that so well. Now, I know it's, I, I will, I'll say spoiler alert, but then again, the first season of the Walking Dead is way back in like 2012 or something. A- AMC, right? Yeah, AMCs. 2011, 2012, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, if not 10, almost 10 years old. Yeah, so if you're late, this is this is your own fault, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're gonna, don't get angry with me, yeah. with me here. But as we experience Rick Grimes, lo- Rick lose his, um, his wife mm. and his son. In season, he loses his he wife in, in season, season three. three, three at the prison, right? Yeah, and then his son in season six. I think so. Yeah, five, six, six, five, he somewhere can. between five and seven. Because he fir- he gets shot in the head. Yeah, and then we think he's dead, but yeah, then he, in season just five, like, it, it just like graces his eye. I think it just like fairly hits him. I think no, no, it was weird because it, the shot where it's revealed that he gets shot is like only one, like wound, but yeah. it's on is it's his entirety of his eye, so he has a bullet in his head. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, what that's what you would think. Mm. I don't quite remember, but he survives and he's fine. Yeah. And then he gets bitten. And yeah, and then, and he then gets, they execute him. They get, yeah, he uh, gets shot. Sadly. Yeah. That was sad. Yeah. It was very sad. Ex- extremely sad. That was like, it was, it was harsh. Mm. Especially since I've been following along in The Walking Dead, basically since it came out. Aww. So I think when season two released, I watched season one and season two. And then I just followed along. Like the, the as it as it got like as as, hardcore, as it, yeah, as it dropped. Damn. But then I it startedly like it's it startedly it eventually started to get a bit more like I think boring. It's like the same thing that just happens over and over again. And I will say I fell out after season six. Yeah, I th- I think I, I watched so the majority of season seven, and then I, w- I was watching it with my mom, 
And then we watched this one episode where like a big plot thing happens, but it happens mid-season, which I did not like. I didn't fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, they had like like mid-season finales, and then they would like wait two, three months, and then carry on with episode yeah. sixteen, and then go all the way to twenty-eight or whatever it was. It yeah, was weird. I think so. It, yeah, yeah, but it, it. I was watching it as the entire season had dropped, mm-hmm. so for me, it just it felt so sudden and so out of place, and I just couldn't really wrap my head around the fact that the like an entire plot point got like killed off in, in in five minutes it was like it's it's so insane and i was like i i, I remember looking at my mom it's very quick yeah it, it was really quick and I, quick and i looked i looked at my mom and we had like we got eye contact and i just told her this sucks <laughs> and, then we, and then then we haven't seen it since it's <laughs> not worth it well no, I, yeah. I don't know i just it, it fell off i don't know well speaking of zombies is i think also again you know speaking of fantasy because if spoiler alert, zombies are not real yet. <laughs> they they are not Christian. Okay, okay, but like <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing that happened, I think Japan, like a couple of weeks ago, like it's the... not zombies are not real. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay, okay, <laughs> but of course you know there there's you know a certain fantasy element, and I think very much because the most fantasy when I think let's say in pop culture is very medieval based. It's very, you know, it's like it's like a period thing. Yeah. It's very, it's inspired by, you know, the, the, the first the Crusades and then, you know, the Middle Age and then maybe in, let's say, the 17, 1800s. And you can have fantasy, of course, in, you know, in the, in the modern age. You can have that, I think. I don't know, I'm thinking of something. <laughs> um, oh, the, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. They came out in the early 10s, I believe. Yeah. I haven't seen. I think I think uh, what's it called? Oh, the weird guy, uh, the one with the bees. The bees? Yeah, the one where he gets tortured by bees. Um, Nicholas Cage. Oh, <laughs> he play. I think he plays the mentor in that. Okay. Um, that was that was a fantasy. Uh, you know, magic fantasy set in modern age. Probably didn't take. It was it. It was bad. <laughs> it's, it's a bad argument I'm going on. It wasn't that good of a movie. It's fine, but back back to the, the thing. You know, it's mostly medieval themed fantasy we've seen. Yeah, exactly. Or it takes place, or it's inspired by. Of course, you know. Let's say Harry Potter is set in modern day, but you're in this very old castle. Yeah. And having these, and like the, the entire, all all of them have uniforms. And yeah, and like the the entire setting around the Harry Potter universe is very, like, vintage ish. Like in it, it's set in a like a way where the world building is just feels older, yeah, and more like ancient. I think, yeah, it, yeah ancient. I Especially think in the second one. in the second movie, the second like film, the, the, yeah, the yeah the second film, the the Chamber of Secrets, that mm-hmm. felt so old, and it goes way back to like the nineteen like early nineteen hundreds in like the lore. I'm pretty sure, probably, yeah, like it was something about like an old student. Yeah, it was. I think well, was Salazar Slytherin, if I remember correctly, he. The f- one of the founders of the school, he built this chamber because he was like a fucking racist or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was was like way back, but I think that Hogwarts school was like founded three, four hundred years before the events of Potter. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. I am not sure. But very. <laughs> but again, the the feeling is, you know, it's it's still quite medieval inspired, and mm. you know, the spells haven't changed. And even more, you s- if you can look at Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, this is very, you know, it is just medieval 
yeah, beasts. it's like it's swords and spears and bows, not, yeah, not and guns mages and and yeah, and again, uh, and that also I think includes video game. That's you know League of Legends. Of course, it's very you know stylized. Yeah, but in the end, it's it is somewhat medieval inspired. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of the, lot of back in 2009 when the game released, a lot of the, like, the original champions, the characters you can play as in the game are very, like, medieval-inspired. Mm. And then, of course, there are some that are more modern. Modern. There is a guy... There, there are guns, like, of like, course. Yeah, and, and yeah. Bl- like, Blitzcrank is a huge robot, so, you know, it's, <laughs> there, there's a lot of, like... So there's a bit, oh, let's say, it's a bit of cyberpunk in that, maybe? Yeah, like, mm. some, some cyberpunk, modern, and mm. also medieval, like, a bit of everything. It's very... It has a lot of variety. Yeah, and also uh, can again be the, the let's say the the uh, the predecessor to League of Legends, probably let's say World of Warcraft, also very medieval inspired and of course heavily heavily fantasy based and yeah with all the let's say the war and and very very good. I played uh, Warcraft three the, the the campaign, Reign of Chaos. I think was very very you know all the orcs and the elves and yeah yeah. Very nerdy. Very it's, nerdy. it's very like much. Fa- it's 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 fantasy in its core, basically. It's, it has like all the elements that you. I think it's where you start when you yeah. think of you know, let's say fantasy in pop culture. This is where you start. It's the medieval fantasy. You know, the dragons and knights and, and the knights who have to save this princess. You know. Yeah, with the evil wizard and. Exactly. Exactly. Also, like okay, again, let's say, I think where fantasy can as a sh- let's say as a pop culture and a film or a book genre evolve and do its best is actually when it's crossed over with some other uh, genre yeah so let's say you just we just talked about you know the walking dead mm. that's of course you know somewhat horror based yeah in some capacity and i think when i would say it's probably more horror and more drama than it is fantasy, but of course, you know, it will always be fantasy in some very, very, very small way. Yeah. But of course, it will be. But again, I think um, in season eight of Game of Thrones, spoiler alert, uh, there was this scene, um, you know, where where in Winterfell they get attacked uh, by the White Walkers. Yeah. And near the end, there's this one scene. I think it's so brilliant. Um, where Arya Starks is just, you know, just avoiding these zombies, White Walkers, yeah, in the in the library. Do you, do you remember that? I think I do. Yeah, it's so scary. It's so tension filled. It's so well done. I think, oh, this is great horror, and and very tenseful. And of course, you know, this is a fantasy show, but is yeah. Oh my god, that was so good. Yeah, like when it builds upon like the the tension, it mm. gets very horror like. Yeah. Especially like when you know it's like you're you're running on borrowed time. When Arya is in this library, she like she doesn't have all day to to like move yeah, on. Yeah, she's got to go through it now to get to whatever. Yeah. I don't remember. Which reminds me of another scene. There is I don't remember what exactly the White Walkers are attacking, but there is this one scene. Uh, I think it's the end of an episode where this entire village get o- gets overrun. Or oh, hot home in season five. That's yeah, with, with with like the boats where they have yeah, to. Like, yeah, this, the boats. Like, oh yeah. yeah. They have to like extract all it's the. It's just a massacre. Yeah, and then like the the end scene where like the the last boat sails and everyone else is dead and you just know it, and the the Ice King is just standing there at the dock, just staring at the boats as they slowly like turn, and mm. then he like puts up his his arms very slowly, and oh then all the dead like all the people who just died just stand up and stare with him. It's, it's mm. 
I got like chills, like even talking about that's it now. Just, you know, like, uh, yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. Like, that's <laughs> just a so big fuck you to Jon Snow and and company. It's yeah. I think I saw an interview where I think uh, I am very very sure it's Miguel Sapochnik who directed that episode, and he also the showrunner now for House of the Dragon. Yeah, I think he said it's just the biggest non-verbal fuck you that the Night King, I th- I think it's believe or the White Walker King, whatever. Yeah, that he could do, and I so agree. And he yeah. Miguel Sapochnik, if you're somehow listening, you did well. Really well. Yeah, it was so... Whatever you wanted to do, you yeah. you did yeah, perfectly. Like, it was oh my God, you shit. have no idea. They are so fucked. A solid 11 And out only Jon Snow and company knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was very, very good. Um, What else many, let's say, genre-defining or or where, where it travels along? Like where fantasy is crossed over with another genre. I would say a lot in the MCU, actually. Quite to, to, to a certain extent, at least, yeah, with yeah, like yeah. the the whole like Doctor Strange is very fantasy-like because you know he uses magic and the I sling think, rings I think and stuff. More and more, it's been very fantasy taken. Yeah, I agree. With especially also with Doctor Strange because I think I think controversial opinion in some weird way. I think science fiction is a subgenre of fantasy. I believe so. Yeah, like in a way you could say it's like futuristic fantasy. Exactly. It's just futuristic or, you know, it's more technology based. In yeah, I I, I don't know. I just I just feel when I say it it sounds wrong. <laughs> But I feel like, you know, it it is it is just the other side of the coin where fantasy, let's say this is something It is natural, but it's overnatural. It's yeah, but then you have science fiction, which is based on f- science, and it has science science elements elements, but it takes very liberal, you know, chances and and choices with it. Yeah, and then of course you can have hardcore and softcore science fiction. I would say, for example, you know, Interstellar is very hardcore, and The Martian is quite hardcore. Yeah, definitely. But but then you also have let's say softcore. Let's say you know alien which of course let's say i think it's more of a horror yeah science fiction horror but again it's it's still fantasy because you will have to use your creative imagination yeah as you very beautifully put uh, uh, 10 minutes ago so in some way what else do we have that's fantasy cross nowhere Right now that we're thinking, I can't think of anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy. Okay, I have one point. Okay. Star Wars. I. You would first of all say that Star Wars, you know, is a is a science fiction adventure. Yeah, that's like the first thing you would say. Yeah. If you would say that. Yeah. I would have always said, and I am so glad that my point got across after the Mandalorian started to come out, that it has. It's not. It's first of all a science science fiction adventure thing but it's also very much a western i think so especially the first trilogy and especially the mandalorian it's so much in common with the western you know this unknown frontier with you know civilization taking more and more over and it's a bit lawless and there's this you know this mysterious gunslinger you know who's just he's you know the master of the universe kind of character yeah i think it's not completely, but there are very many elements of the Western that I think goes also into Star Wars. But 
I would also say, even more that it's a science fiction adventure, I think that Star Wars is even more like science fantasy, which is a new word I didn't come up with, but I think I don't have heard many others talk about it, what science fantasy is. And I think actually Star Wars fits completely in that. It's almost perfectly. It's science fantasy. What do you think about that? Well, the the funny thing is when when you said that Star Wars is more like a science fiction and western. I I, I don't know if you noticed, but I gave you like a weird look. I was like, nah, I what, what, is, what, what is this guy onto? What the <laughs> hell have you? <laughs> what have you been smoking? Is it the is it is it the grim wagon that's kicking in or? <laughs> a bit drunk. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as you like started to like explain mm-hmm. why I actually th- you, you're mm-hmm. on, you're it, onto I, something. Right? Like, but what what do you think about let's say the science fantasy thing? I think the science fantasy thing sounds like a reasonable way not to put an extra genre on it. it it's like a good, I think I would consider science fantasy to be a good compromise between science fiction and fantasy. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying it's a science fiction fantasy action thriller, <laughs> western <laughs> so like western thriller, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so so it's not just a bunch of like big fancy words. It's, it's that, just not. It's not everything. It's mm. just science fantasy. Yeah, I think it's a good way to encapsulate a genre, mm. like a, a, at least a specific subgenre. Like in, in my opinion, I think it's it's it would be a good way to encapsulate like all the elements of science fiction and fantasy mm. as a, as a whole into like one little orb that you just expand on. Yeah. That that's I mean that's my, my that's my take on it. So you so you kind of agree. I I I, I definitely do. You you do agree. Okay. Yeah, I think it it, it sounds Thank very uh, very, very. Did very everybody smart. hear that? He agrees with me. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've I've been thinking about that for a long time, and I I think I appreciate more even the sequels. That's also a controversial. Opinion. Wait, the sequels, the the like the. Yeah, if you think about it, it's science fantasy. It's a bit more I can forgive it a bit more but that doesn't excuse The Rise of Skywalker of just being a bad movie <laughs> because still is yeah but 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 I can see the choices now are somewhat better but also you know talking about fantasy let's say also just in general it's often maybe some kind of you know utopia is this very perfect world where it's very peaceful and it's very which again um, we're talking about it again and again but the lord of the rings it's very perfectly done it's just you know it's just perfectly good people like the elves like pure good yeah versus um sauron the ox or which like represents pure evil and then we have like everything in between yeah often men which can do both are just very stupid but in the end you still have these two extremes which are like good and evil and that's it yeah and it's like it's it's made very clear because yeah. as the as the lord of the rings movies continue it gets darker and darker like the darkness is coming they mm. keep saying that it's 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 dark out and then they're like it's it's always dark and i think you know that's also why it's it's it was worth it to watch because yeah we we set up like this perfect perfectly good people and perf- or perfectly good motive let's say that of them trying to destroy the ring, like this perfect group. Yeah. And this perfect evil antagonist. But then blurring the line with that, which is why, you know, Boromir mm-hmm. is probably one of my favorite characters in the first film. Yeah. Uh, his struggle with, you know, with the ring. 
and even in the flash, have you seen the extended cut? No, I have not. You should. Okay. You, I so recommend it because I think if you're a fan, you should watch them because it's don't you don't you don't mind of the time, whatever because whatever that's that's yeah, not the, a problem. The movies are long, but it's like just I think place. it just fills in the story even more, and you get to spend more time in that universe, watching the extended cut. But of course, you know each extended cut, each movie is like four hours. Yeah, it's like at, at least like so somewhere take between, a take yeah. a weekend off to like watch the extended cut. <laughs> yeah, it's very very long. Um, but yeah, but but in the two towers extended cut, and I think also in Return of the King. I'm not sure, but then you meet of course Faramir, his his younger brother. Yeah, and you also see flashbacks to his. Uh, to and and see their relationship, the brothers' relationship, and also you know the, the father who is he was controlling Gondor. He's not king, but he's like the whatever the hand of the king. <laughs> no, that's Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, he's the Denethor. What right? You know yeah. the guy who who uh, who's controlling Gondor. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, before. Yeah, Gandalf he's the father like of Faramir and, and and Boromir. Yeah, yeah, and and that relationship is so much more fleshed out in. Yeah, and it's so good drama. It's so sad. Also, it's like his death hits even more because I saw, of course, you know, the th- theatrical release of Lord of the Rings first. Yeah. And then I saw the extended cut like a few years after. And it was like, oh, <laughs> so sad he died. <laughs> and he was so good because he's a bit of a bully in the first one. Boromir, yeah. Somewhat. He's a bit of a, he's a good man, but he's still a bully. So, yeah, in some capacity. Yeah, what else? What else do we have? I think, I think you know this crossing of the genre. I think it. I think it helps. Yeah, like of course you know there's difference between you know taking influence from genres and and doing a scene which is horror based and another scene that's fine, western and, and so on. But you know when the fantasy crosses over, what do what what do we have? Yeah, that's a good question. Actually, this that's the thing we talked about. Like the whole like. Mm. Now that we're supposed to like, or now, now that we want to come, I'm up on the spot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh no, spotlight, please! It's so bright. <laughs> 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 now it's your turn to re- to do your line. Did you forget? Yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> this is why we practice at a musical because we don't forget our lines. But we don't practice these podcasts. We just sit it's down. It's like a bit talk. on the spot. Yeah, that's one it's thing. A bit that on the spot. We I should. We should probably rehearse. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we should probably. Uh, we should get some material. Yeah, that's the like, funny thing with. because, like, this is the first uh, the first time that I'm on it, like on this podcast. I've and I've you're listened doing well. You don't. Oh, that's don't, good. Don't that's worry. good. That's good. And I've been listening to like a bunch of these episodes. I haven't listened in a while though. But mm-hmm. I listened to, to our episodes. Yeah, like Thank the you. The, fir- the first four I've I've heard. Oh, dude, the fifth one. Is that's the first quiz we do? It's very funny. Oh shit! I yeah, it's to, just Oliver trying to cheat all the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, like I, w- I was thinking, like you, s- you guys seem so like well put and like well prepared for these podcasts, and then you you you, go, you come here and and you sit. We set this up, and I'm like, okay, so what's the plan? Do we have like a script or a way to go through things? No, just, we don't. No, we just we just <laughs> we just it's you know, we just like no, we just <laughs> wing it. We will we like. Okay, okay, a bit behind the scenes also for you, Christian, and also for the the audience. Um, sometimes I write, 
you know, questions. You know, I you could say that, you know, I'm the host, I'm the one doing the show. Yeah. And I have my friends with me. And sometimes I write questions now as you know, it's a bit of a talk show thing or an interview thing. Sometimes I don't. This time I didn't. <laughs> as you can probably hear from the flow of this conversation. Yeah. But you know, whatever. We'll figure something out. Yeah, it'll work out eventually. <laughs> Just cutting out like Just 40, 40 what, minutes what, of silence. What else? What else? Fantasy? Do we have uh, uh, nothing else? Um. <laughs> but like, I would say, would you be able to say the same thing about Spider-Man? Like, does Spider-Man have some elements? Because now I'm looking over at my shelf, right? I have the big, like, three-disc uh, Raimi uh, mm. trilogy with Maguire. Well, in some capacity, yes. Yeah, because uh, like it has like all these elements of like the hero. Mm. To uh, I was just about to Tony Stark, oh, Peter Parker. <laughs> cut down. I was, that's oh, that's embarrassing. That's oh no, that's, that's not the guy you're talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I, yeah, know, he, he goes through like a development, like all the, the the twelve steps that you talked about. I think a lot of those can be like a lot compared. Yeah, a lot of them could be compared to Tobey Maguire's. In interpretation of Spider-Man. I have always had this thought that, you know, this hero's journey and then the perfect hero, I let's let's take a starting point of Harry Potter. He has this very awkward scene. <laughs> I think uh, it's very cute and it's very believable, but when you think about it, it's like, okay, shut the fuck up. Shut that back down. He has this scene in, I think, the second to last film, The Deathly Hallows Part 1. Yeah. And then he says, no one has to die, not for me. And then you, because he wants to do this alone. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think that uh, uh, this character, Harry Potter, is just a variant or whatever of many other characters. I would throw Peter Parker in that because he's always trying to do what's things right. alone. Yeah, and what's, also and what's right, but yeah. doing things alone. Um, and he can accept help from others, but he has difficulty doing it. The same thing also is with Ethan Hunt from The Mission Impossible. I do believe that is uh, somewhat true for Frodo, though he's quite good at accepting help, though. Yeah, but but again, I think a lot of it has something to do with the fact that he is like driven, like he's going like <coughs> going 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 more and more insane as he progresses because of the ring. And yeah, like, it, yeah, it takes a toll on him. Yeah. but again, he's also the only one ring bearer. True. So in the end, it is only him who can do it. Yeah. Uh, on sec, you know, you have Samwise to carry, which is a, oh my god, what a scene! Yeah. What a oh, bro! What a bro! That is insane. Like, it's such it's, a good scene. Oh. I think there are very many characters like that who wants to do it alone, and they're like the hero, and they have to, do, you know, the chosen one. Yeah. Like say in the biggest controversial opinion, in the biggest and best uh, fantasy book, the Bible, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Jesus is is exactly the same character. He's doing the right thing, and he believes that he could only do it by himself. Of course, he has his twelve disciples and many other friends and family and so on and whatever. But in the end, he's alone with his burden and his you know responsibility. With great power, yeah, comes great responsibility, which is a great line as well. Yeah, it fits so well. To I like think. Everything. I think. Okay, let's let's put it in, in this way. I think that line is very much true for many fantasy main character heroes. Definitely. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. yeah it, it sounds and of course, it, we're talking, I think, a bit more, you know, science fiction adventure but still, you know, P 
Peter Parker still fits in that. Exactly. It, yeah, he really like, does. Definitely. And the, the, it's it just fits so well as like the t- in, in the movie, sorry, in the films, and the timing and like everything because Ben says it right before he dies, mm. but he doesn't know that Peter is Spider-Man. Speaking of Spider-Man, Tony Stark, which you mentioned, I think it's the same with it's the same with him. With if we were talking the MCU, he feels like especially in after Avengers One. You know, uh, which takes a toll from him. Uh, from I think from Iron Man Three until his death, he's the only one who can protect the Earth. Yeah, and he is on this crusade, which very much fucks up in uh, Age of Ultron, <laughs> where he create this murder bot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to save the world, but you know, mm. trying to do good, but eventually. Yeah, and then again, you know, trying to do good, but fucking up again and making this conflict in civil war and. Yeah. Yeah. But like again, he feels like he's the only one. He's carrying can... the weight of the world on his shoulders. Yeah, it's all up to him. If he, he won't do it, nobody will. Exactly, as Pepper, you know, beautifully said, like, would he be able to rest if he knew that he could save the world, but chose to do not, or yeah. didn't do it? And no, he could not rest because he's a good guy. He's the hero. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just hits the spot. Oh, oh my, my lord! lord. <laughs> <laughs> We agreed on that. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think. Is there, are there any more characters we can just? Uh, uh, probably so many that we couldn't even count. But like many, yeah, many like heroes, like I'm the chosen. Or they don't. They won't say it, but they, they are the chosen one, and they can only do it alone, or believe they have to do it alone. Yeah. Katniss Everdeen. Yes. Probably. Yeah, but I. Oh, the Hunger Games. Oh my God. The Hunger Games. The first two movies are pretty, pretty good. And the third one wow. is also like okay, it's all it's right. Okay. Yeah. And the last one is it's pretty traumatizing to watch. Like again, spoiler alert: all the people, like all the people that have been carrying, uh, that have been following the Katniss around, and like in the, in this like battle, mm. they just like die. <laughs> it's very sad. It's really, it's it, really, it, really sad. It, it just I I couldn't like comprehend like what the was ending. Happening. Yeah, the end, like, where 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 she's with Peter. Yeah. And they have like two children, like on another one, and she's sitting with a baby. Yeah, it's it's very. I think it's supposed to be happy, but it's very bleak. It's like, oh fuck. Yeah, I'm but like so wh- empty inside. Yeah, it's like it's because of all the things that like happened prior in the film. Yeah, especially when with the scene with Prim, like Prim was the one that made this entire mo- film. I need to stop saying movie, um, <laughs> but but if Prim didn't get picked, like if she didn't get like drawn. In, into the Hunger Games, Katniss wouldn't have volunteered, and if she wouldn't have done that, like, <coughs> it would, you know, she she wouldn't have been in the games. The the entire film, like, it's story very, wouldn't have happened. It's very coincidence based. Yeah, and then, oh, in the th- fourth movie film, in the fourth film, there's the I think it's like some like planes that come in and like over the time ta- like over the city and drop bombs yeah well prim spoiler alert, dies yeah and she just dies yeah she just explodes it gets disintegrated like holy holy moly that's insane that's just laser riding yeah exactly <laughs> I, was, I, I was thinking wait was that prim mm, i don't Did think it's laser riding it was just but uh, again still, it's, it's, it's very so suddenly. Sudden. it's very rushed like yeah. everything just, it feels rushed in yeah. some capacity everything just falls apart like yeah within like this the last like 15 minutes of like the battle everybody's dies mm. okay i want to talk about a bit about the superhero genre because of course i think in general that is very fantasy because 
to be a superhero, let's, let's, let's just take that statement. It's a fantasy, of course, to yeah. like have super strength. It's a fantasy to fly. It's a super strength to have this magic hammer with lightning. It's a religion, not a fantasy. Yeah, but then again, we can put but it like the, the, it becomes like a. Is it? Yeah, like is it fantasy or is it whatever you know? And uh, <laughs> whatever, all the superpowers, you know, it's a f- it's a power fantasy. Yeah. So. And I think again, in some capacity, it it is let's say way way back based on some kind of religion because. Zeus, mm, Hercules, super strength, uh, thunderbolt, and so he, on. Insane healing ability is insane one of those. Insane healing abilities, G- that's you know, Loki's right? uh, ability to to transform. Yeah, he, he, we know that he transforms into other people and to uh, deceive them and stuff. It's to like, deceive them yeah. and so on and so on. So it's not. It th- th- this is real world. I'm so sorry to people who believe, but it's a real world fantasy, and of course they would like go off and um, spring off into pop culture and 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 modern media uh, and modern storytelling um or i say modern because fantasy is is quite old i think so yeah it goes like way back it's, it's like way back yeah so i think you know it's it's still it's just a modern way to to express like like i'm so sorry to to religious people but to express good morals and good stories that's why you know I'm not a believer in religion, but I still, ha- I have read the Bible. I have read the the Quran. I'm trying to get hold of of uh, the Jews religious text Torah because okay. I really want to read them. Because not not I'm not belittling belittling them of saying that they are not worth it and uh, and they are bullshit. I think actually quite the opposite. I think they have some very very good pieces and very good moral stories. Yeah, life lessons and life lessons exactly. And and they are so, but of course they are way more clearer in that. And then you can of course nitpick those. Let's say objectively you can nitpick those stories as they've been written and how well they flow and so on. But they have very good life lessons. And I think you know, let's say the superhero genre in some weird fucking extreme way is just a continuation of telling good life stories. You know, have if you know having great power is a great responsibility if you're the fucking president of the united states you have to take it seriously donald trump um (laughs) you will you do have to and to do the right thing is often difficult uh which is why i also like that more and more we have gotten these villains who let's also let's take part in the mcu again you know eric killmonger and and Thanos, yeah, which they have points, but they're way off balance. They have no balance in like moral balance, so they they just pick the wrong decision. But the points are true. Yeah, like Eric Killmonger, he's right to like have some form of hatred and want to have revenge on, let's say, white people, and and use the power that Wakanda have to to take revenge or let's say at least help other. Uh, uh, Africans uh, around the world, and you know, black people. Yeah, they of course he's he's the right to do that, and same with I think Thanos. His point, you know, the, yeah, the, the, like the, overpopulation, yeah, limited materials. There is a finite amount of resources, and if we don't do something about it, we will all perish and and have horrible ends. 
unless we do something about it. And then his solution was just way fucked up because why not the fuck just double the amount of resources? But yeah, but then again, the the thing is like it's you know exponential growth. Exactly. It's it like the people like. But what was it? I think uh, there was this weird fun <laughs> graph I saw around just right after Infinity War came out that, you know, if he would, let's say, erase half of the universe or half the population, let's just say on Earth, it would be only like, we would only start like of the population amount from like the 1960s or 70s. <laughs> like, like the population is like free doubled the last 200 years or something like that. It's yeah. so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, we were like, we were, what was it? We were like 1 billion 1,000 years ago, or something like that. Okay, that's nutty. That's pretty nutty. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very stupid and weird. But yeah, I think, I think of course, you know, it's just a continuation of telling good stories with fantasy elements. You yeah. Know, walking on water, that's a fantasy. But if it tells a story, if it tells a lesson, a moral lesson, I think it's worth it to have these fantasy yeah. elements. And of course, it's fun. Isn't it fun? I think it's fun. I like playing fantasy games. It's pretty damn fun. Yeah, games, I like, I films. I think it's a bit. It's part of the Lord of the Rings, but you know, Shadow of Mordor. Mordor, yeah. Shadow of War as well. It's very fun. It's fun. It's good. Like the again, the universe that has expanded into a game series is insane. It's fun. It's, it's so so good. It's fun. It's just so good. I like it. It's it's entertaining. It's entertainment. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with And that. it works. It works. It does exactly what it it's works. supposed to. It works. It <laughs> so works. no complaints here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I so agree. <laughs> okay, what... Let's say in fantasy, are there any differences in across media? Let's say if we're doing a fantasy project in film, is it more difficult probably to do a fantasy film than a fantasy game or fantasy book? Because I think... Let's say I'm just throwing this out i think you can and very very often you can get more into lore and more details of how let's say a magic system works yeah um in books than you can in film uh, and i would even put film beneath video games because in video games you could still you know put in, notes uh, and documents yeah and you can interact and you can interact with these documents or in in world you know world building elements yeah is don't you do you agree I, I, w- I would definitely agree i think mm? books are a good way to kick things off I, th- I do believe that a good fantasy film game or book is made with a good idea like if the if the core concept of the world building and the is, is good then you can like build upon that with the characters and magic and like build the systems and cities and people civilization everything like popul just population and just the entire world building is it, it comes from this one idea that goes like all the way back to let's say if i if i were to make something let's say just like, let's say the let's like i said the lord of the rings mm-hmm. uh, books if they weren't ever made if i were to make them i would have to start off with a good idea yeah. and that would be like good versus evil and then okay what's good what's evil and then build upon that and just keep like I said, like I've been saying a bunch of times now, ex- <laughs> expanding upon the these concepts and these ideas and build a world, a population, the, like just a plot from this one idea. And I think that's why books are so much better at doing so mm-hmm. because a lot of movie movies and films, short films, whatever, are built 
upon books they're like adaptations of something like you would at, at least in, in when you think about inspiration they would have like inspiration from a lot of things yeah well inspiration is also a difficult word to use because you have inspiration or influence yeah. from everything yeah true yeah but if, if you if you have a like a certain focus point mm-hmm. that you want to start from that can come from nothing or it can come from a book or a video game Mm. or uh wikipedia article <laughs> or whatever it, it, wherever it comes from it comes from like something mm-hmm. and that i think if you have a good starting point you can make everything but i think it's just way easier to do in books because you have the like you have no you you, you can take the time you need i think you have a bit more creative space yeah exactly because like with, with video games and movies films. and films and stuff you everything are, in like the everyone else is waiting on you yeah like you have of. you have these deadlines you see you mm. you need the character model done by this and there's we have to have this engine yeah, the this coding, costume yeah exactly whatever yeah yeah like you're, you're running on on you're, you're running on deadlines but so so let's say because the problem is probably let's say time mm. Uh, is is a big factor because again if you watch the extended cut you have way much more lore and and drama in Lord of the Rings extended cuts than you have in the theatrical release though you know it's double the time each movie but again you get so much more and I would say in this in this case I think it's worth it also the in the uh, extended cut or the director's cut it's called sorry of of aliens Oh no, Alien, mm. where we, what the fuck, uh, the main character, she gonna be? Uh, Ripley. Ripley, yeah. Where where she goes down to, I think, to the nest or the hole of where the alien or the xenomorph has its lair. Yeah. And then you find all the cr- the the crew members still alive and have been incubated with uh, with eggs in in them. Yeah. And that wasn't in the theatrical release. Yeah, that's why I have never heard of it. I've never You've like, never heard of this? No, I was like Dude, it's because, fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah, because from from the thing uh, from what I know, Aliens, the the sequel. Yeah. Why James star- Cameron. I think yeah, I think yeah. It, yeah. It starts with Ripley having an alien in her, right? Yeah, she has this flashback. Yeah. Or this dream nightmare. Yeah, there's something with her having like an alien in her. Like she's been incubated herself. Yeah. And like I I just remember that because I've recently like a year back I think watched all the Alien and Alien versus Predator and Predator movies. And did you see the last Predator? No, uh, the Prey. Film? Yeah, Prey. Yeah. Mm. What do you think? I don't like it. You didn't? No. I, I think, think it, it like, was cool. In in the 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 um, the one with the Schwarzenegger, right? All the way back in like the eighties, right? Eighty six. The Predator. Predator. The Predator in like eighty six. No, I think it's just Predator. Yeah, with with yeah. Arnold. The original, yeah, the, mm-hmm. like all the way back. It takes a squadron of men that gets like they all get obli- like obliterated. They get fucked. Like yeah, they get and cut in half. Professional soldiers. And yeah, so on. yeah, exactly. Okay, okay the same. The same thing for for the one f- in like the early two thousands. I think two thousand and seven. It's called. I think it's called Predators. Mm, yeah. Yeah, probably. and then they, then they have the Predator, which is like the the newest one except for Prey, with the uh, yeah the Predator came out nineteen or eighteen. Yeah, or maybe seventeen. Yeah, yeah, somewhere between that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a few years old. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a bit like I think it's forgettable. It's <laughs> it's it's a little. Co- it's, I, I mean, I think it's funny. It has I think yeah, Keegan Michael Key. Michael Keaton. Yeah, like the one. The, Batman. No, no, uh, Keegan Michael Key. Michael from, Keegan from from Key and Peele. The, oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. The I know, I know. Man. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, what's and he, his name? He's, he, he's Keegan Michael Key. He's a he's a genius. He's he, very good. Yeah, he makes movies as well. Like yeah, he films. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff yeah he made uh, he made us and, and nope. Recently, I was just about to say run, but it's called Get Out. Yeah, Get Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, well. very well. Like done. all these like kind kind of woke horror thriller yeah. films that just work. And it like yeah, so have you seen Nope? I haven't. It's Dude, something with it's aliens, so right? Good. It's so good. It has something to do with aliens, right? It's it's a yeah, but it's yeah. I yeah. won't say anything. Okay. More, but it's very it's 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 weird and it's fun and it's so yeah. But good. so was Get Out and Us has a like a weird concept. As yeah, well. I walked out of Get Out. I didn't know how to feel. Like, is it funny or is it very serious? I think it's somewhere in between. Like some of the scenes. Like I remember this one scene with like the the gardener mm. going for a run, <laughs> just like running. <laughs> Yeah. Mach, Mach fucking seven towards the main <laughs> character, and then, and then when he's like two meters away, just turns to the left, and it's that, that's it. It's I didn't I didn't know what to think, I didn't know what to feel, but it I was think, very creepy, and then suddenly very funny. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's how it works. But like it builds all this suspense with a slight touch of comedy, which I think is very unique. I've never experienced anything like mm. Get Out, and like th the concept is so like weird. It's like it feels so insane like the yeah it's still so wacky yeah some kind of but you know not wacky in the cute sense yeah it's like wacky and like weird yeah and wacky in the weird and, and then like, weird in as okay, in i need to pay attention yeah exactly you I need really to, need actually to need to like watch this i have to to, yeah. to make sense of things i have to give energy to yeah get the, what the fuck is happening <laughs> <laughs> and i think that's pretty unique i like it it catches your attention it makes you focus on like the film mm. itself because it just like these concepts are so weird and strange and kind of goofy <laughs> yeah so so it, I, I think it just like to wrap it up it just works like in, if you put all that together with the writing that keegan did mm. it's it's just good it's or, wait wait am i stupid is it is it peel instead is it jordan peel i think it's jordan peel now that you said it yeah exactly hold on give me a minute i'm i'm googling this he's I doing boobity boobity boop research uh <laughs> I think uh, now you now that you say I think it's Jordan Peele. Yeah, right. It's it's Peele. Yeah, it's, it's Jordan. Jordan Peele. Yep, he's the small one. Yeah, the yeah. The and Keegan one. Michael Key is the the other guy. The, yeah, the he's, taller. The, he's the fun one. Yeah, the really fun one. The really fun one. Okay, well, back on topic. Um, of, so you weren't so much on. You think it was too unrealistic that one little girl could like defeat? Could, could yeah could could fuck up this predator like yeah. they have all these like. Again, like almost not, not even medieval. Like it goes further back. It's like primal. Like mm -hmm. she's using spears and mud and like string yeah, traps with bow and arrow. Yeah, and there's oh, I just feel like the only good scene in the entire film is the one where the main character and her like the 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 guy, the brother. Yeah, I think the yeah the brother. Yeah, mm -hmm. they get caught by the like the the human. The, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the, the French English. Whatever. Yeah, exactly, and. And they get caught because, like, oh, let's sacrifice them or let's use them as bait. And then they realize, wait, this this thing hunts for sport and for fun. So it doesn't want to kill so these two people. Kill, yeah. yeah, and then the predator just, just go goes fucking ham yeah. and kills I everyone. I agree. That, that was, was the best scene. so insanely good. It was good. so great to just see, see these fucking rapists, whatever. Like, yeah, rapists and, and, like, racists and, like... Oh, it oh, was so. Oh. It was that was fun. It was like the best scene. I'm it was so by sorry, far the but only. But it was reason. fun to see the predator just murder people. Yeah, but that it's always been like that. In like all the predator movies I've seen, it's always so exciting to see what it actually does to people. Because it's quite a creative way to just 
yeah, and also like the whole people. the whole skinning and removing the the spine and skull. It's it's yeah. oh, it's so like nerve wracking, mm. but insanely interesting as well. Yeah, I agree. So I think okay. it works. And so back on fantasy again. Yes. What what did you come from? I don't even remember. <laughs> we talked about Alien. We talked about Alien, and then I talked about all the Alien and Predator movies, and then we sidetracked. <laughs> and before Alien, what did we talk about? We don't remember. I think it someone rewind and tell us. Yeah, please. please do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I think we'll cap it off here. But but what did we learn from this last hour? Well, I learned so fantasy. That I learned that Star Wars is a Western. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're welcome. Yeah, you thank you. Yeah, I, yeah, I no, appreciate the. The, uh, the more you know. Yeah. Of course. Well, you know, of course, we learned that you know fantasy is quite a wide term. Yeah, it can be used in many, many yeah. different ways with a lot of variety. It's something to do with religion, to a certain point, yes. Certain point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think not my favorite genre, but probably one of my. It has some of the best films I've ever seen. Okay, oh, no, very quickly. What is probably your favorite? fantasy film okay call me a basic bitch but harry potter would definitely which one i would say the last one because that's i really yeah i watched all the harry potter films except for the last one and then i saw the last one like two months ago and i didn't know anything that was going to happen and it was so insane like and so nostalgic at the same time i grew up with the harry potter books Mm -hmm. and films Have have you also read them i haven't my my what? mom has like but you said you grew up with the books yeah she read them like out loud to okay, me okay so you kind of have read them yeah like in the same way as like if you use audible <laughs> you, you read books you know you, you like audiobooks is okay i'm also. giving half the point to you then <laughs> yeah yeah but primarily the the films okay and, they, they've and, grown, the, and then they've the last one uh it the hellos part two it just hit different really it just it really did but i haven't watched fantastic beasts though Oh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, you don't have to. Oh yeah, I know. It's like it's not Harry Potter, but it's in the same universe. If you want to watch it, just watch it to what's it called, Eddie Redmayne, because he's great. Yeah, it's the same with you know the Hobbit. You don't have to watch the Hobbit, but watch it if you want to watch Martin Freeman. Be good. Mm, Martin okay. Freeman carries the whole franchise <laughs> of the Hobbit. The same with Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, he's because it's very like the Hobbit movies are very well rated. Like they're really good. Like people love them. Wow. At least some of them. I I don't. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I do not love The Hobbit, but we'll get into that in the next episode where we will be talking about the, well, the whole franchise of only Lord of the Rings. We will probably be branching out, but that will be our main topic. But uh, how was the drink? It was good. I haven't even finished you it. I haven't finished I haven't it. Well, let's finish. Okay. Uh, just chug, one, chug, chug. One quick cheer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was very good. The Belgian pale ale is very, still very sweet yeah like usually i would say that when it comes to like ipas and and beers in general it becomes a bit boring like it it becomes becomes very flat flat and sometimes even disgusting Mm -hmm. but this one it still has a sweetness and we've been talking for over an hour now for real one hour and two minutes god damn all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah it still has a kick so yeah please uh Please go on to our website and uh, what, listen to our other podcast. And uh, we will have two films coming up quite soon if they are not already out by the time this airs. 
uh, I don't know. We don't have a very good schedule. We are happy amateurs. My <laughs> name has been Kai Yamamoto and my dear friend. Christian Leverton. Leverton. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say your, your name in Danish? Lauritsen. Christian Lauritsen. Christian Lauritsen. Laurid. 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 Isn't it Laurid? I'm so sorry. I've been saying it wrong. It's all good. Don't worry. <laughs> no hard feelings. <laughs> <laughs> We have been uh, t- today's host. And remember, drive the speed, drink water, and remember, subtleties for stupid people. <laughs>